What is going on? My name is Kira, and welcome back to the Finding My Perfect Awkward podcast, where I turn to my guests each week for guidance and advice in this crazy world. Not only am I trying to find my perfect awkward, I am finding my voice and myself. Okay, so with me this week, I am so excited because I absolutely adore this woman. When I tell you I love her, that doesn't even begin to describe my love for her. Sarah, how are you? Hello, Kira. Oh my God, you are precious. Just you know, I wish if we if we lived in the same state, I would probably be over there all the time, being like, "Honey, how you doing? Do you want to let's let's cuddle under some blankets, let's make some popcorn, let's watch some movies, you know? Let's what what we what we would have weekly." Just like hangout sessions, that's what would happen. <laughs> I would, I, I would be, that. I would be yourself. I would be your self-imposed big sister. I'd be like, nah, nah, nah. I'm your big sister now. Oh this my gosh, is what's happening? You know what's so funny hmm. is that my big sister actually lives in Ohio. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yes, for reals? I'm so serious. I'm wondering if I live close to her. Obviously, I understand if you don't want to like share on the podcast, but uh, at least off the off the podcast, I want to find out where she lives. I'll let you know. But I mean, like you said, you were from Ohio, and I'm like, ooh, there's not very very many people I know from Ohio. <laughs> that's really cool. That's very serendipitous. It is. That's a word. <laughs> I love that. It's word. when. I- Okay, so I love the words. This is so this is so uh, full of myself, by the way, what I'm about to share. Okay. Uh, I love the words serendipitous and serotonin because both of them are happy words. Both of them are fun to say and make you sound smart. And what do they both have in common? They start with Sarah. Uh-huh. Sarah's <laughs> a really good thing to start with. Sarah's an amazing word. I cannot <laughs> believe that you just said your two favorite words have your name in it. <laughs> myself do I have to be <laughs> and they're just so good they're so there's so much fun to say and words are just you know words have power words have meaning and it's just so serendipitous that oh the two words gosh. that I love the most because serendipitous means a chance meeting of good fortune and serotonin or at least that's how I interpret it and serotonin is is something that is a, an injection of happiness in your body like how fantastic is that it's like me saying my favorite word is keratin or keratin 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 <laughs> yeah because you get really nice nails and hair because of it <laughs> and yeah. you have beautiful hair <laughs> thank you <laughs> there you go <laughs> can you hear my dog i heard a little like a, a like a, a little chingling of like, little, the, like the tags Okay. I oh, didn't hear the roofs. Okay, so he's at my door right now, like sniffing underneath because people walk. I'm I'm dog sitting, so Aww. my puppy lives in a different town, um, with my mom, like the town over, and he needed to go to the vet today. So I took the day off work and I took him to the vet. And Aww. yeah, so now he's just he doesn't know my apartment, so he's just you know barking at everything he thinks he hears outside and chilling on my couch is it just a checkup or was it something is he is he good is he yeah he's good it wasn't for a checkup he was coughing and we didn't know why and he like was throwing up a little bit oh yeah so and him being in a different environment because the town over is much more dry and you know a lot more desert Mm. than vegas is believe it or not so 
we were like, with a different environment, we got to make sure that he's okay, that he didn't swallow something or get bit by something out there. So, he's all good. He had, uh, he had some fluids in him. He has some medicine. He's all good. Good. As a fellow pet mother, I understand how coughing and throwing ups can either mean nothing or something serious. So. Oh my gosh, you know what I thought it was? Because my dog is has done this before to my mom because he's definitely my mom's dog right but he mm-hmm. takes advantage of that so <laughs> my mom coddles him like any good puppy mom you know right but but he takes advantage of it he'll fake anything he'll like fake cough fake sneeze <laughs> fake you know anything fake a yawn like he'll fake everything and i only know it's a fake because he'll never do it again I love it. He'll like cough once and then look at me. And I'm like, that's, that's not right. But like in front of my mom, he'll have an attack. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) I love this so much. I'm like, and I'm not saying that every dog does this. And I'm not saying that, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not caring for my puppy. Like I love him with all of my heart. This is just something that I have observed is that, my mom for two days was like he's coughing he's wheezing he's throwing up and then i get him today and he's totally fine he's running he's jumping on me <laughs> his nose is in my hair when we're sleeping like he's fine he's not coughing or wheezing or anything and I'm like he's what? totally playing it up he's totally faking it he's <laughs> I'm totally like, faking it there's no way you were wheezing for two days and now you're fine no, and, and dogs do that. My dogs, um, well, the one, he fakes going to the bathroom and then asks for a cookie because he's he's potty trained. He goes on a litter. And and so so he will go to his litter and act like he goes potty to get a treat. <laughs> they're smart. That is so smart. Honestly, though, like they're that's their thing is that, you know, they do something for a reward anything mm-hmm. so i mean that makes sense but also <laughs> right very food motivated very food motivated Same. absolutely <laughs> speaking of food motivated you know what's food ma- motivated is bowel movements so <laughs> right before for some reason before every time i record i eat i don't do okay. that on purpose but like it just happens to be the timing and i'll i ate i ate chicken just now and, like, I'm a huge chicken finger connoisseur. Hell yeah. And I love chicken. But for some reason, it made me how to go to the bathroom so bad. <laughs> like, so I was like, I'm scared I'm going to miss starting this recording with Sarah because I had to go so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And the last time, like, my last episode last week, I ate Taco uh-huh. Bell. And I was on the toilet right before that recording. In fact, I was late to that recording because I had to poop so bad. Oh, my God. Well, now you have my, my, my text. Or you, now you have my phone number. So in case we ever do this again, feel free to let me know, like, hey, there's a, there's a hindrance going on here of the bowel movement kind. <laughs> Sarah, you know. there's, a, there's a disturbance in the force. It's there's called... a disturbance in the force. <laughs> it's, it's called the poop in my ass. <laughs> yeah. There's a disturbance in the force right now. 
Uh, <laughs> just so you know. No Jedi oh, needed. No. This, is, this is a journey I must complete on my own. Uh, it was to so find. bad. I was, and it kept going. It was one of those things that, like, you feel <laughs> it and you're like, oh, wow, there's a lot. Like, how did it, I guess this how? is my life now. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not. I guess I'm not moving from this spot anytime soon. <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. Uh, see, that's why you get it. That's why you get like a switch or something. That's your emergency thing, so you can like zone out when you when you need to. That's you know. why I bring my phone to the bathroom. Do you bring your phone to the bathroom? I do, but I try to not. Okay, so this is this is a funny thing. Uh, I'm a big fan of Rick and Morty. Okay. And in one episode, um, Rick says, uh, he, he, he blames Summer and he goes, it's not our fault that we get pink eye. It's because Summer always has to play with her phone on the toilet. And ever since then, oh. I've been really paranoid about playing with my phone while going to the bathroom. I never so, even thought about that. Yeah. So because of that, now I do not play with my phone. Oh, my gosh. I never. I mean, I wipe down my phone and, like, spray it with alcohol. But mm -hmm. I don't I don't think that matters when you bring it to the yeah okay well now you learn something new every day and I don't think I'll right? be bringing my phone to the bathroom very often anymore <laughs> um just, <laughs> just get a switch just get a switch you can play that you don't hold that up to your face and uh yeah that's all good <laughs> <laughs> poop sorry talk. did I just ruin your day I really didn't mean to ruin your day that was like, so that was no it's just interesting because I never really thought about it and now I'm like wow I bring my phone every single time I go to the bathroom every time without fail Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I'm so like bad. one of the things since Purell is everywhere now because of COVID, I, I obsessively clean my phone with Purell. And because it's got a shield on it. And um I also read a story that it's like, yeah, you need to clean your phones with COVID because do you know how much bacteria is on your phone? And I read this report and I'm like, Oh god, it's like how everyone freaked out about social media after watching uh the social experiment or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how yes. I feel with my phone now. So. Oh my goodness. That makes sense though. <laughs> so Sarah, so you and I have something in common. We both love musical theater. Both mm -hmm. love theater in general. Yes. And when I heard this about you, I, w I was oh, like, you are one of my favorite people regardless. But like now I have this other connection to you than just radio. And it's like my two loves in one that I share with you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I want to know first, what's your favorite musical? Go. Okay. Can I give you like a top three? Absolutely. Uh, my top three is Hamilton, Wicked, and uh, The Music Man. Really? The mm -hmm. Music Man. Okay. Yep. The love music that. Man. Oh, yeah, love I that. got... I. Uh, starting it back in the long long ago when I was in high school um but I just love the songs it's a nostalgia thing for me okay and then Hamilton uh, I got Obviously. to go see it <gasps> yeah I got to yeah I'm jealous I got for to those go see of, okay it. for those of you who no. don't know to get a ticket to Hamilton is the no matter where it's at is the most impossible thing so if you can do it you deserve mm. a Nobel Peace Prize Yes, and, and I'm about to make you even more jealous here. So I went and saw it in Chicago, and I Instagram posted about it. 
And the, what was it? The costume designer commented on my post. Mm. The costume designer for Hamilton, the, oh. the, the touring Broadway show, commented on my post and I flippin' died. I died. That's so damn cool. Oh my gosh. I know. And I'm about to, I'm about to blow your mind even more. Okay. Even more. Okay. So my ex-husband was, I can't remember if I've told you this. My ex-husband was a touring guitar player for Broadway. Really? Yes. That's so yes. cool. Yes. He played for a musical called Kinky Boots. Oh, <gasps> um, I yes. love Kinky Boots. Yes. And he almost got the gig for Dear Evan Hansen. Really? Oh my goodness. That's my, that's in my top three. That is yes. in my top three. Yeah, he, yeah. So I know the guitar. I know the musicians. I mean, we don't talk now because you know he got the friends and the divorce there. But um, I I was friends with the guitar player and the drummer for Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, the keyboard player, the keys player. That's right. For sure. But I got to I got to like sit in a pit for Kinky Boots, um, and I he he toured in Singapore, so I got to go to Singapore and I got to see a Broadway musical in Singapore. It was pretty cool. Wow, look at you. I know, right? That's so cool. Yeah. So, did you did you study to be in theater, or did you study for like just performing? Did you study for? Did you like have radio in there somewhere? Like, how did that all start? How does that like intertwine? So my journey. All right, my journey's a weird one and very long. So I was never talented enough with singing and dancing to be in any musical programs whatsoever. It just wasn't good enough. Uh, but I was into stage acting. So I went to Kent State. I actually only went for uh, broadcast journalism, but right before my freshman year, I had actually gone out to a modeling and acting convention in New York City and competed. Uh, and while I was there, a school caught wind of me called uh, NYCDA, and they liked my auditions. I placed fourth in my age group for talent out of 200 girls. Oh. And yeah, it's not bad, not great, but not bad. And um, they took notice, and so I got an offer to go to the school in New York City. So after my freshman year at Kent, I moved out to New York City, and I graduated from the New York Conservatory for Dramatic Arts, uh, specializing in television performance. And while I was out there, I also took voice acting classes because voice acting and being behind a mic has always been a passion of mine because I do silly voices and my original dream, well still, is to be a voiceover artist one day. And then I came back. Uh, I, I decided I don't want to do auditions for a living because that's all acting is, is auditioning for a living. And my God, it is draining on everything. And I came mm -hmm. back and I was like, well, I can't just sit around. So I went back to Kent State University and I was like, well, what's the closest thing to journalism that, that combines journalism with performance and can use my skills, but I can also learn technical stuff. And I went into uh, electronic media production. Ooh. And then I got a show on my college radio station. I was like, this is kind of cool. And it kind of marries my love of performance and voice acting with a skill. Mm -hmm. And then I interned at the same time at an NPR station and a top 40 station while doing my radio show at college uh, and going to school full time. 
And then when I graduated, uh, the top 40 station scooped me up, and that's how I got into radio. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, and you're, <laughs> I, you are so, like, I can definitely see the, there, there's, like, this, this, I don't know. For those of you who don't know, when you are in theater, mm-hmm. there's this quirkiness about everybody. No matter if you're in tech or you're an actor or, like, whatever you're doing, a director, like, everybody is quirky in some way. Yeah, but it's, it, and you're right, it's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's funny because theater is almost a skill set that enhances your own innate abilities, which everybody has. But some people choose to dive into themselves more than others. I, I think everyone can do anything, but only a select few want to do theater, whether that's because they are love of performance or interaction or they want to uh, explore their emotional side, whatever it is, there's a draw to theater. And yeah. um, all through college, yeah, that, and I met some amazing people. I'm still best friends with uh, my whole group that we we worked in the shop together i was so ingrained in the culture because when i wasn't interning i was working at the shop building sets and starring in plays at the same time um and i met an amazing group of people and and of of creative minds and uh we're all still best friends we were all in each other's weddings and everything else it's it's a really cool thing that's so cool i mean that's one thing that i love about the performance industry like not just not not only media but theater also is the networking like when you meet Mm -hmm. people you know that even if they're just your acquaintance you've made a connection somewhere that will help you and that will like benefit you even if it's in your growth you know absolutely absolutely there's a there's actually a there's a line in a musical that I absolutely love and it's kind of helped become my mantra because I've had to say goodbye to a lot of people in my life and say hello to a lot of new ones and a lot of change can be good and also bad especially for your mental well-being and this is so corny but in Wicked this song for good um and and it's yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and then there's there's a line because I knew you I have been changed for good. Oh my god, that song! Oh my god, that song is used for so many sentimental things, mm-hmm. and it it's so like I think about it and I want to ball my eyes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and, oh. and it's it's like is it are we changed are we changed because it also can be interpreted like i've been changed for good as in forever and for good as in goodness like you've brought out the good in me and it can be taken either way and i really like that because yeah (laughs) everyone you meet in theater they've got they wear a ton of different hats everyone Mm -hmm. has a ton of different hats tons of different side hustles and you never know who's going to go where in life. So that's why it's always <laughs> those listening. A uh, uh, great tip here. Don't try to uh, just treat everyone how you'd like to be treated. <laughs> okay. Yes. Because you never know. You never know who's going to end up where and who you might be able to call into a favor later on in life. Or they may you. They'll think of you. Don't yeah. burn any bridges. That's what I was exactly what I was about to say. One thing that I've always taken away from any mentor I've ever had is never burn a bridge. Mm-hmm. So, hundred percent, for sure. Um, one hundred percent. Do you have any advice for anybody who wants to get into 
any performance-based industry? The first things first is, and, and I wish somebody would have told me this when I started, are you fortified enough mentally firsthand uh, to go into it? Because you could be the most talented person in the entire universe. But it's a really cutthroat industry, uh, unfortunately. And the first things first is to ask yourself why you want to get into it and can you handle the stress of rejection. If you cannot, but it's still your dream, then I suggest do a lot of, uh, of soul-searching, do a lot of uh, armoring up, as it was, for your mental health, and then go into it. The second thing, get a good teacher. Get a good mentor, whether that's local community classes, whether that's going out, if you've got the money, if you've got the resources, go and audition for a school. That is very important. Because at school, not only do you learn techniques and skills, because of course there's going to be amateur stories like, yeah, I never went to a, 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 a class in the day of my life, but a casting director saw me walking down the street, and now I'm, you know, now I'm Daniel Radcliffe playing Harry Potter. That's basically Harry Potter was found because Daniel Radcliffe's father was friends with the director, and he thought he looked like Harry Potter. That is how Daniel Radcliffe got his start. It that that's very rare. <laughs> 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 that's very rare um so yeah of course you're gonna have those stories but you've got to be ready to put the work into it and you've got to be ready also for it to become a passion project so don't go into it hoping to be famous go into it for the love of performance because if you go into it wanting to be famous you're going to be chasing after a cookie that you may never be able to take a bite out of and you will get deflated and that is the worst thing to see an extremely talented artist because unfortunately a lot of it is out of your control a lot of it is out of your control and it's unfair it is unfair but that is the world we live in and hopefully we can change it together that's that's one of the things that i'm hoping will change especially with covid of people recentering and finding what's important to themselves market yourself my god market yourself learn how to market yourself scrub your social media of anything embarrassing anything in the past get rid of it and market yourself. Think about the kind of performer, the kind of actor, the kind of voiceover person, the kind of radio personality you want to be and market yourself and network yourself. And don't be afraid to do it. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Once you've fortified yourself mentally, you got the skills, you got everything else, just go out and do it. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. And that's okay. Keep doing it. And that's my advice. I love you so much. Um, what about with any advice for people who want to get into radio? Is there any advice that you have about getting started, getting a foot in the door, um, once you're in the door, getting to where they want to be? So hmm, the easiest path to me is to do the one I did, which is school and internships now it is getting harder after the court case happened where a bunch of interns actually sued for not getting paid for their internship so it is oh. harder yeah and radio has a lot less interns now but if you really want to get into radio uh, a broadcast school you could uh, once again there's a ton of different stories of luck of yeah i just wanted to be on a radio show and so i wrote to the person and they made me a producer put me on the weekends okay cool <laughs> 
that's rare. <laughs> yeah. And, and radio is such a close-knit group. It's so funny because there are hundreds of thousands of us, but it's such a close-knit group. It's very hard to get in. I am very blessed um, with my path. So school, and once you get in, I once again need to reiterate this so hard. Do not burn bridges. Do not do it. You might run into a circumstance where, uh, unfortunately, there are there are competitions in radio still, even within the building, uh, with different people and personalities and stuff. Do not get sucked into it. Do not get sucked into the politics of it. Stay true to yourself. Remember who you are. And be honest to yourself and your own integrity. Big, big, big. Okay? Mm-hmm. If other people choose different paths, that's on them. Keep your nose clean. And also, no job is not in your job description. No job is not in your job description. I was hired as a marketing intern when I started. Everybody knew, though, that my interest was in production and being on air. So I would help with commercial work. I would ask if I could help with commercial work. Mm -hmm. Then I started voiding, voicing commercials. Then I started going uh, as a marketing intern to remotes, helping set up equipment with the engineers. I got myself involved with everything. And then, let's see, three years later? Then three years later... Uh, I got to be the marketing and promotions director and was the on-air personality at nights. Keep moving forward. Don't get dejected if you get if you hear a no. There's going to be a lot of no's in some cases. Uh, but if you really want to do it, keep your nose to the ground. Keep doing it. And once again, stay true to yourself. Don't burn bridges. All right, Sarah, I love you so much. And I have said that so many times, but oh, <laughs> it, it rains so true. Thank you so much for being on this week. I adore you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. <laughs> and what? where can people find you on social and plug your Twitch? Absolutely. So on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me on Sarah on Mike. So that's S-A-R-A-H on Mike. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I don't know figure it out <laughs> and then on Twitch I am uh, Sarah Quinn plays so that's once again S-A-R-A-H Quinn is Q-U-I-N-N and plays and as always you can follow me Kira on all socials at Kira K Radio and you could follow Finding My Perfect Awkward on Instagram and on Facebook at Finding My Perfect Awkward. Thank you so much for your support and for listening and until next week see ya. <laughs>